Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Commanding tones. How was this thing done? You say you took the money. Yet, it was James who was sent to collect it, or so my father says. Here she tore her looks from me and cast one glance at her father. What she saw I cannot say, but her manner changed, and henceforth she glanced his way as much as mine, and with nearly as much emotion. I am waiting to hear what you have to say, she exclaimed laying her hand on the door over my head, so as to leave me no opportunity for escape. I vowed and attempted an explanation. Agatha, said I, the commission was given to James, and he rode to Sutherland Town to perform it. But it was on the day when he was accustomed to write to you, and he was not easy in his mind, for he feared he would miss sending you his usual letter. When, therefore, he came to the hotel and saw me in Philemon's room, I was often there in those days, often without Philemon's knowing it. He saw, or thought he did, a way out of his difficulties. Entering where I was, he explained to me his errand, and we being then, though never, alas, since, one in everything but the secret hopes he enjoyed, he asked me if I would go in his stead to Mr. Orr's room, present my credentials, and obtain the money while he wrote the letter with which his mind was full. Though my jealousy was aroused and I hated the letter he was about to write, I did not see how I could refuse him. So after receiving such credentials as he himself carried and getting full instructions how to proceed, I left him writing at Philemon's table and hastened down the hall to the door he had pointed out. If Providence had been on the side of guilt, the circumstances could not have been more favorable for the deception I afterwards played. No one was in the hall, no one was with Mr. Orr to note that it was I instead of James who executed Mr. Gilchrist's commission. But I was thinking of no deception then. I proceeded quite innocently on my errand, and when the feeble voice of the invalid bade me enter, I experienced nothing but a feeling of compassion for a man dying in this desolate way, alone. Of course Mr. Orr 
was surprised to see a stranger but after reading mr gilchrist's letter which i handed him he seemed quite satisfied and himself drew out the wallet at the head of his bed and handed it over you will find said he a memorandum inside of the full amount seven thousand seven hundred fifty eight sixty seven i should like to have returned mr gilchrist the full ten thousand which i owe him but this is all i possess barring a hundred dollars which i have kept for my final expenses mr gilchrist will be satisfied i assured him shall i make you out a receipt he shook his head with a sad smile i shall be dead in twenty-four hours what good will a receipt do me but it seemed unbusinesslike not to give it so i went over to the table where i saw a pen and paper and recognizing the necessity of counting the money before writing a receipt i ran my eye over the bills which were large and found the wallet contained just the amount he had named then i glanced at the memorandum it had evidently been made out by him at some previous time for the body of the writing was in firm characters and the ink blue while the figures were faintly inscribed in muddy black the seven especially was little more than a straight line and as i looked at it the devil that is in every man's nature whispered at first carelessly then with deeper and deeper insistence how easy it would be to change that seven to a two only a little mark at the top and the least additional stroke at the bottom and these figures could stand for five thousand less it might be a temptation to some men it presently became a temptation to me for glancing furtively up i discovered that mr orr had fallen either into a sleep or into a condition of insensibility which made him oblivious to my movements five thousand dollars just the sum of the ten five hundred dollar bills that made the bulk of the amount i had counted in this village and at my age this sum would raise me at once to comparative independence the temptation was too strong for resistance i succumbed to it and seizing the pen before me i made the fatal marks when i went back to james the wallet was in my hand and the ten five hundred dollar bills in my breast pocket agatha had begun to shudder she shook so she rattled the door against which i leaned and when you found that providence was not so much upon your side as you thought when you saw that the fraud was known and that your brother was suspected of it don't i pleaded don't make me recall that hour but she was inexorable recall that and every hour she commanded tell me why he sacrificed himself why he sacrificed me to a cur she feared her own tongue she feared her own anger and stopped speak she whispered 
and it was the most ghastly whisper that ever left mortal lips i was but a foot from her and she held me as by a strong enchantment i could not help obeying her to make it all clear i pursued i must go back to the time i rejoined james in philemon's room he had finished his letter when i entered and was standing with it sealed in his hand i may have cast it a disdainful glance i may have shown that i was no longer the same man i had been when i left him a half hour before for he looked curiously at me for a moment previous to saying is that the wallet you have there was mr orr conscious and did he give it to you himself mr orr was conscious i returned and i didn't like the sound of my voice careful as i was to speak naturally but he fainted just before i came out and i think you had better ask the clerk as you go down to send someone up to him james was weighing the pocket-book in his hand how much do you think there is in here the debt was ten thousand i had turned carelessly away and was looking out of the window the memorandum inside gives the figures as two thousand i declared he apologizes for not sending the full amount he hasn't it again i felt james looking at me why could he see that guilty wad of bills lying on my breast how came you read the memorandum he asked mr orr wished me to i looked at it to please him this was a lie the first i had ever uttered james's eyes had not moved john said he this little bit of business seems to have disturbed you i ought to have attended to it myself i am quite sure i ought to have attended to it myself the man is dying i muttered you escaped a sad sight be satisfied that you have got the money shall i post that letter for you he put it jealously in his pocket and again i saw him look at me but he said nothing more except that he repeated that same phrase i ought to have attended to it myself agatha might better have waited then he went out but i remained till philemon came home my brother and myself were no longer companions a crime divided us a crime he could not suspect yet which made itself felt in both our hearts and prepared him for the revelation made to him by mr gilchrist some weeks after that night he came to sutherland town where i was and entered my bedroom not in the fraternal way of the old days but as an elder enters the presence of a younger john he said without any preamble or preparation what are the five thousand dollars you kept back from mr gilchrist the memorandum said seven and you delivered to me only two there are dead knells sounded in every life those words sounded mine or would have if he had not immediately added 
There, I knew you had no stamina. I have taken your crime on myself. Who am I really to blame for it, since I delegated my duty to another? 